Hey, and welcome to episode seven of the Tech Story Podcast. And to this one, I want to call bias. Now, words mean things. I grew up having to look stuff up in the Funkin' Wagonal Dictionary or Encyclopedia, Encyclopedia Britannica. Um, my mother, I was just thinking, how do you spell this? Go look it up. So I learned to, somewhere along the line, learned to spell pretty well. But then again, I haven't used that in a while, so spell check is my friend. But today I want to talk about bias. And we all have bias. Now, uh, unfortunately, the media and the current situation has turned bias uh, into the equivalent of racism, and that's not always the case. And that's not the way that I plan on using the word today. Bias uh, in this context is that it's a shortcut for our brain. When I did my TED Talk last year, I talked about sort of the subconscious and the conscious mind and the Conscious mind only accounts for about 10% of the capacity of the mind. So the other 90% is offloaded to the subconscious mind and the unconscious mind. So as you can imagine, uh, trying to process everything with 10% of the brain or 10% of the mind, mind, brain, not exactly the same thing, but you know, it is, is a quite a bit of task because the 10% of the brain is trying to keep us alive, trying to keep us from assuming room temperature. So it handles a lot of the stuff. In my TED Talk, I talked about uh, the mind sort of like your smartphone, where the screen is your conscious mind, and that's where all the inputs and outputs go, and that's how you interact with the apps and, and things like that. Now, the apps in the operating system, that's your subconscious and unconscious mind. I don't want to delve into that. You can always go look at uh, my TED Talk. I'll put a link to it in, in the show notes. But just because it, it has to offload this information, to you know, be effective, or just simply couldn't keep keep track of it all. But in this case here, the bias are the shortcuts, and a lot of it has to do with the way we learn things, things we brought up, things we've learned over time that we sort of learn shortcuts to do things. You know, if A equals B, then C must be the answer, or A plus B and C must be the answer, or we simply know that we've done this. Uh, you know done this program, like, you know, doing some division. I can do it in my head, but if I had to show my work anymore, <laughs> I might be in problem. It might be a problem. But the, the bias that we use, uh, and this is, it has to do with artificial intelligence as I, as I look at things, is we take these shortcuts and we don't always um, compensate for the things that we, you know, the shortcuts that we take. That's why a lot of programs crash or sometimes you're doing a demonstration and you've done it a hundred times and, you forget all the you forget the fifteen steps in between because the bias in your mind is taking that shortcut. You just sort of go and take care of that. Now, this particular bias that I want to talk about today is uh, you know it has to Hey, welcome to the Tech Story Podcast. I'm your host, Doug Thompson. This is one of the monologue episodes, and this is episode six. And this is episode seven, and I want to title it Bias. Now, to, if you look at any newspaper, web, newspaper, do they have those anymore? If you look at any uh, website, any tweet, any Facebook post, anything that talks about bias, and they, right now they associate that 
with racism. And words mean things, and it really does a disservice to both those words. But I want to talk about bias today in the context of the way our brain has bias. And with specifically in artificial intelligence. So bias, if we go back to my TED talk, I, I about uh, how the mind works and telling stories. I learned a lot that uh, when he talked about sort of Sigmund Freud's version of the mind, the three, <clears throat> the three areas of the mind, you have the conscious, the subconscious, and the unconscious mind. And, and this conscious mind, that's where active thought takes place. <clears throat> and that's also, unfortunately, the smallest part. It accounts for about 10% of our mind. Not to be confused with brain. You know, we use our, our entire brain for different things. But in the mind, we talk about, uh, you know, it, it's the conscious mind has to focus on the here and now. It, it has to keep us from assuming room temperature at least a dozen times on any given day. So it hands off a lot of stuff to the subconscious mind and the unconscious mind. And this is where a lot of the bias uh, comes into play. And in my TED Talk, and you, I'll put the link in the show notes, but um, I talk about how the mind is a lot like your smartphone in that the conscious mind is a screen. And this is what we interact with. This is where we do, do we touch the screen, we launch apps, we interact with it, we type, we uh, FaceTime. And at <laughs> least time, uh, you know, and mine's cracked, which is sort of fitting, I guess. But anyway, this is where the, the conscious mind uh, interacts and, and hands off things to the subsystem, which would be the apps or the operating system. And inside there, there are other shortcuts that go that take place. But as we grow up and as we learn things <clears throat> and as we learn a new skill and we do new things, we start to create these shortcuts, or in this case, the bias that I'm talking about. And, you know, when, when it comes to programming, <clears throat> when it comes to programming, this causes a lot of the crashes. So <laughs> when you have bugs and things like that, sometimes it's a, it's a bias or we, we've, we've omitted a few steps because we've done this thing so many times that we forgot the steps in between. We jump from step one to step 33 because we know the shortcut to get there. It's sort of like doing division in your head. I, I'd be in trouble showing my work, but I can pretty much tell you, you know, a lot of division. Or I can add sales tax. That's my favorite thing to do is, is calculate the sales tax and, and add it to uh, the money that I give the clerk so I get an even money even amount of money back. If I'm in a particularly evil mood, I'll wait till they've already entered it into the cash register or the, or the computer, and then I make them have to do math on their own. <laughs> That's just me. <clears throat> but, but anyway, they look at me like a chicken watching a television sometimes. But when we're... You know, doing the, the program, this is the problem with AI, or artificial intelligence, uh, a lot of the things to go on today. And I'm writing an article on sort of, you know, how AI and the whole COVID thing's coming onto place. And, you know, some of the shortcuts and assumptions that we that were made in the initial, hey, that forced a lockdown. Hey, a gazillion people are going to die if we keep on this trajectory. And that has to do with, you know, not only biases that we have, but also just simply bad data going in. Uh, you write these algorithms for a society that doesn't match that. For example, the society, you know, a, the ecosystem around New York City, not going to be the same as Central Texas on that. So the fact that you're projecting that this many people in this county, who you have to drive 15 miles just to get to your fence line, 
sort of ridiculous. So, you know, that's 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 one of the fallbacks of, of, of AI is is you we have humans that are programming it with our biases. Now there's other bias that, that goes in there that's a little bit more insidious, um, you know, like classifying people in demographic groups or classifying people by zip codes. These are all things that are that are risky for sure. But simply omitting steps in what we do causes failures of the model. And you know, just as bad as it's just as bad as tragic as bad data is if the model is not trained right or if the model is not uh, built correctly, you know, it it's, gives you bad data. It doesn't give you the intended um, consequence. For example, this is a sort of a famous one that I heard of. Of we're trying to, you know, uh, a model trying to be trained to differentiate between dogs and wolves. So thousands and thousands and thousands of pictures were scanned in. This is part of the training, showing different pictures of wolves and dogs. And then in between there, it would, it would, you know, you would pick, okay, this is a dog and this is a wolf. And it got through all the tests and was had a pretty high success rate, like 98%, something like that. So it's very high percentage rate of getting it right. So they sort of launched it. Hey, this is going to tell us dogs and wolves. Well, when it got out to real life, the success rate was almost like half of that. And it was just, well, I couldn't believe that. And so in going back and sort of reviewing what happened in, is that, you know, when you think about a wolf, what do you, what do you think of, you know, where's the pictures? It's, you know, usually it's, it's in the woods and, you know, it's, you've got sort of a, a snowy background, maybe a little white background. It's always cold, you know, guess what the AI model was picking when it would pick a wolf. Apparently, a lot of the pictures that they trained it with had snow in the background, so it picked up on the snow. That's why when it went out to larger things where people were showing wolves and dogs and the natural thing, they didn't have snow as the background. It failed. So, again, so if you're, if you're worrying about the apocalypse going to happen, if you're worrying about these other things, you need to be more concerned about these faulty models, which are built on bad data, insufficient data, insufficient samples to train the model adequately. So the reliance on artificial intelligence here, it's going to have a human bias. And the problem is the speed at which artificial intelligence can process this bad data causes way more damage than a human could. So you get to a bad answer faster. So think about that when you're walking around and you're thinking about AI, it's the smartest thing. You see a news story about some model predicting A, B, and C. Yeah, sort of check on that with your, with a, you know, a little grain of salt. Look at the data behind it. Look at the people doing it. And more importantly, as with a lot of things, sometimes you got to follow the money. And a lot of times they're paid to find X, Y, Z. And if I do a test and I'm not finding X, Y, Z, even though that may be true, I may not get paid or my studies may not go on. So there's that, there's that motivation too. Um, so, you know, humans were fallible creatures. We do some very strange things at times for no apparent reason, but just always, you know, keep your bias in check. Shortcuts are good. There's some good bias and there's some bad bias. And we all know, you know, the bad bias when we're, uh, again, take, take race and everything out of that. Um, but keep that in mind when you're 
reading these bad stories, the world's going to end, and you know, there's humans programming it. So that's the tech story this week. I know it was a little bit not wasn't quite as fun, but bias is such a serious subject. <laughs> With that, next week I got a great interview that'll be coming on the next release. Hey, and I'm working on something special with a couple of Central Texas friends of mine. We're going to call it Talk Tales from Texas. So look for that coming up in July. With that, go out and uh, have fun. Bye. <laughs>